0: Kick the tires
1: and light the fires. Yep. Brought to you by some guys on the internet. This is getting tabled. With your hosts, Jason the Bruce. You guy, George the Yang.
0: I hope you're all entertained by my inaptitude.
1: Jason, aka Madger Socks.
0: We've been doing this and talking about various stuff. One of the stuff.
1: Now sit back,
0: relax, and get tabled. Hello, future people, and welcome to your fortnightly fun with episode 117 of Getting Tabled with your host, the Brew.
1: Hello, folks. Yes, we're we're here again. Full crew is back. Not just me, but we have slime socks as well. Slime. Yeah! Wow! Because no, because you, you pulled <laughs> wow. out at the last second without any without any notification last episode, I I made the call that you don't even deserve to be a civilian anymore. You're you're slow. Oh, on the wow! Of shoe.
2: So I, yeah I forgot to tell these guys that I had family in town because uh, I had a recent promotion at work actually, and they were in town for it. So it's so not, not the not type of promotion. For, he's
1: not even pulling out for a good reason. He's going to get paid more money, and because of that, he I might actually. Than we are.
2: No, I don't get paid more. My rank is the same. I just have more responsibilities without
0: getting paid more. Sounds like that sucks. Also, Bruce, be careful the way you phrase pull out.
1: Fair. That's fair.
0: And we got got George.
1: We're
0: we're, we're not that kind of podcast. Um, Yes.
1: um,
0: Just as a reminder, folks, use uh, code GT2305 to get 5% off any order over $100 at ValhallaHobby.com.
1: Thank you, Valhalla Hobby, for sponsoring us. Indeed. Shall we get into some news?
0: Yes, let's get into it because we got a lot of it. Newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events.
1: And we start with, like, I'm sure that they're going to sit here and say, no, it's just a coincidence, but I'm sorry. This is very clearly the CEO of Tabletop Combat as a miniature. Uh, we have if Captain you look Louis. at
0: this, yeah. If you look at it, the similarity, is very, very striking. Uh, yes, I'm indeed.
1: I'm leaving that one alone. I, I, I like <laughs> the fact that we get along with Louis. I don't want to ruin that.
2: <laughs> it's King Louis.
1: I mean, the, the only thing we're missing uh, is a is a phone next to him, so everybody can call him and lose use the wrong name and making angrier and angrier and angrier. Because it is Louis, yes. not Louis. Uh, I really like this. This is a lot of fun. Um, yes, it's it's King Louie from Jungle Book, uh, but obviously the fact that it shares the name with the owner of the company is also a nice little nod. I doubt that that's accidental. Um, He's
0: not going to hear the end of it, even if it is accidental.
1: <laughs> no, I really like this. I really like this.
0: Uh, uh, speaking of liking this, the next one, uh, Makara the Destroyer. Yeah. Um,
1: no. Totally not Drax. It's, it's definitely not Drax. I don't know why well, you it's, think it's Drax.
0: It's not Drax from the waist down. The yes. waist up, it could be. The waist down, yes. it's definitely not.
1: This is, I think, this is the reveal of the weekend, this one. From TT Combat, at least. Because this miniature is It is pretty nice. gorgeous, And it's huge. I mean, I love the tail. It's just gorgeous. A real villain-looking character. We also have yeah, it reminds Captain me of,
0: uh, of, I was going to say, it reminds me of one of those uh, G.I. Joe uh, Cobra-themed uh guys, uh, you know, where he had the big snake tail thing that he gets attached from.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that that's a, that's a good shout-out, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> uh, as opposed to that, we have Captain Thatch that's kind of, well, he's just a dwarf, and how can anybody be just a dwarf? This is like, compared to the other two, this is probably the most normal-looking of them all. I actually really do like it. I love the fact that he seems to have lost half of his alcohol in his beard. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got like so, four
2: barrels in, threaded and, in and his that's,
0: beard. And that's what my one complaint. If you look at the barrels and where they're placed and how they're sitting, they're too symmetrical. That's I fair. agree.
1: Although, to be fair, dwarven beards tend to be symmetrical.
0: No, I'm talking but about the, barrels the, the alcohol. Where the barrels uh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm placed. talking about the barrel placement.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I do like, I love the fact that he's clearly in in this for health and safety. He's put a cork over the tip of his hook so he doesn't hurt anybody in the middle of a wrestling match. Uh, Mike, he it's, pulled it's, that cork from the bottle. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's from the bottle.
1: I know, but it's more fun to say that <laughs> the way I did. Um, and we also have Officer Radiance. I don't know who this is a reference to. I mean, it clearly is a <laughs> reference to somebody. I mean it it very clearly could be socks. I mean this no, could be socks in the navy. I know but it's close enough. You, no, might, yeah, you I was might sue say- them if it's navy <laughs> officer.
0: If it's if it's you know if it's supposed to be anything they should he should be officer Randy. The shorts should be a little shorter since he is in the navy. Um yes.
1: I this is very clearly a, a nod to something. I just don't know what it is. Um but that's a really... I love the flag. You could have a lot of fun painting that. And it is sculpted detail by the look of it, so you can paint it. You don't have to freehand it. Um, arguably, the flag's taller than he is, so hopefully we don't have any balance issues because that's a very large flag. Yeah. Uh, but moving on from Rumble Slam, we have the Ladies of the Night. So this is a Carnivale set. Uh, and it is exactly Rock, what it Sam. sounds like. Yep. So this is the ladies of the night to... that are no longer just the harlots. Uh, they have found oh uh, Sorry, they bound Baba Yaga to themselves and Venice. Uh, so basically, yeah, the ladies of the night really are a force and a scary force up into, them, up into themselves. Um, yeah, I like... I really like this set. This is really fun. My favorite is probably the second one, the thief assassin-looking one. Um, you've got the my favorite the is dress, and then you've got the next one with the hood. That's probably my favorite.
0: Well, my favorite are the the two uh, victims.
1: Oh yeah, they are fun. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that one of them is very clearly, um struggling and what they're called um the like the bad guys uh the, one of them wearing the mask is one of the patricians which is the rich people that are very clearly paid and then regretted using them for their services because the patricians are basically the rich people that are so full of themselves that at night they basically murder for fun because why not
0: is there any other type of murder
1: um I mean if it was accidental it wouldn't hurt us so no uh, and then I there is other stuff but I've just kind of concentrated on just like the things that I found most exciting Um the cavern dungeon is a really simple but a really nice looking cavern set honestly Um like it's just a dungeon but it it just it has enough flavor that it kind of feels like it could be a dungeon as well um so i really like what they're doing here
0: somewhere i have like probably some of the original stuff of this and this is back from when i owned my store um i have stuff like this yep. and it is oh, the coolest looking versions thing of
1: kits like this
0: and it, yeah and it's the coolest looking thing ever until you buy it and own it and try to use it and it is a pain in the tuchus
1: fair enough um Some of the early stuff, the connecting pieces and stuff, like, really didn't hold up very well. But there's been a lot of much smarter ways of doing it since then. Um, Issue is is this doesn't actually show you how they connect together, which is interesting. And I'm only just... I can see the holes in the bottom where they're very clearly supposed to have something. But I can't see the actual connectors themselves. So, interesting. Um, It might be worth... I assume the reason that they're not showing that is because, well, it's the same as everything else. People already know. But given that everybody is... Like, every time you put something up, it's potentially a new product for a new customer. You probably should be putting the basics on everything. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I really like that. I thought it was really cool. Moving on.
0: say Studios. I've heard this name before.
1: No, we haven't. I I followed them quite closely. So, uh, Battle of the Pit Lord. Uh, a couple of months ago, we were talking about like a micro game that was like a really it was like a game that was this big, and it was like you you were trying to run away from a monster inside a spaceship and survive. Um, this is by the same person, so this is part of the Malev universe. Uh, Malev being the person that created. It. Malev is like a professional painter. Type. Then he's been kind of toying with making games as well. Uh, this is, let's be honest, straight out of Conan-esque type lore. Like this is just, it's a its a pit fighting game. Uh, it's barbarian, gladiator, Conan-esque type stuff. And that's where these sculpts are coming from. These are all previews. Uh, the actual campaign will be launching on the 4th of October. Sorry, I say campaign. The, the pre-orders will be going live on October. The 4th, which is Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. So I it's, it's straight, really like straight, straight, the stuff I'm seeing. Straight
0: out of Conan with a crazy M effort called Conan?
1: Mm-hmm. It, it, that's very clearly what the inspiration is. It's all sword and sorcery. Oh, you guys missed my reference. No, I ignored There's your play- reference. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> what was my reference then? You were referring to something from Conan.
0: No, I was, I was, uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, what does what Weird Al do? He makes a, uh, satire. parody, a, a satire of Straight Out of Compton.
1: Oh, oh, no, okay, fair enough. I did miss that then.
0: So disappointed. Um, that's kind of cool. Um, I, I kind of like these little, like, the, the little tiny niche ones where it's like, you know, it's just a small thing and, like, they kind of run with it.
1: You yeah, know, no, not, I'm yeah. 100% on that. Um, I I really, really like this. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how big this is compared to Demonship. Demonship being the other one I was referring to recently. Uh, miniatures being sculpted by Stephen May, um, who has done work for other people, but I'm not familiar with the person myself. Um,
0: the only thing I could say, uh, like, showing this off for, you know, on, on tabletop... The choice of using green for the miniature—that's a well, little that
1: would be because it's the image that that the, I can confirm that that was the same colors that we used on the discard Discord post where this originally. Because sure, the reason sure. I'm sharing the on tabletop article is because it's the only official article that I could find. Everything else was just previews that were shared by black site on their Discord.
0: I, I I get that. I'm just the choice of. Blackside Studios or whomever to use the green instead of like a grey or, or something like that that's a yeah. little more easy to see the detail on.
1: It makes it look plastic I suppose. Although that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, the benefit of it being a green or something is grey doesn't necessarily show off I've, on screen very well sometimes. But I, I don't, yeah, I don't know just... the reasons behind that decision. I assume it's just I, because I, I, they want it to look different.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure it's that, but I'm just looking at like the acuity and you know, you know, possible issues with color blindness. Of you know, you know, is green a, a good choice? No, actually, to, to I hadn't show. thought
1: about colorblindness. That is actually a very good point. Yeah, you
0: know, I, I, I try not to be one of those people, but like the the fact mm-hmm. that I've I've had jobs where you know I knew people that got disqualified because they had some form of color blindness. They were not permitted to do a job.
1: Yep. So no, that that's that's a hundred percent fair. I hadn't thought of it from that perspective.
0: So, but we're talking about miniature gaming. and I'm just that's my observation pointing this out. Um, the the next thing I I kind of have mixed things about from uh, Wayland Games. Yeah. Before um,
1: before we do, yeah. I just want to like I, I haven't shared this link with you guys. I just want to show on screen. Like when I say it's a micro game for those looking at the video edition, this is the size of the game we're looking at. It's literally like a thirty by thirty. Well, it's like a foot by a foot game, essentially. That that's how small demonship is. I'm expecting like, this to be something similar. It's nuts. Like yeah. set up, yeah. Set up. It's a foot by foot. Yep. Wow. It might even small. be slightly smaller than that. Um, I was looking for the actual size that they, but because I'm kind of doing it in a rush, I um didn't think about it. Um, hurry up, Bruce. Set, hurry, hurry. Hurry. All right. All right, what are, you, what are
0: you not liking about these icebergs and glaciers set?
1: For? I'm guessing it's because they're rocks, and that's all It's, 50,
0: it's 55 bucks for uh, glaciers and rocks. I could go out into my yard, pick up some rocks, put them down, paint them white, put some highlights on, and I've got the same thing.
1: To be fair, you've just described, like, 70% of terrain that's on offer on the market. Like literally, right. and in fact, so, th- this isn't even the worst example of what you're referring to. Of what you're talk- No, I mean, I'm not, that, I'm not saying it, you're it, wrong.
0: I'm saying it looks good, it looks fine, but 55 bucks for for plastic rocks. Resin. You go spend five bucks and get rocks,
1: mm. which the, which these you will most, then have to paint. Then you have to paint these as well, I suppose. These will so, most
2: likely be resin.
1: Um, actually, let's see it's because their their the
2: other their all their other uh island terrain
1: is all resin as well it doesn't actually say, and that i will say that is disappointing uh i I suspect that you're going to be right on that though it doesn't actually say what they're made of oh, plastic would be too light anyway, like they'd just move around a little so,
0: so so let me put this into contrast, so when you can spend thirty five bucks and get uh, two ships, two submarines, two flyers, and then two little ship token thingies for 35 bucks, and they want 55 bucks for plastic rocks or resin rocks.
2: Mm.
0: That, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's no, my argument. I'm, I'm not saying anything about the look or the quality. I think they look great. I just think for, you know, and, and this is not just Waylon, but any other company who's out there with this type of terrain selling it for for prices like that it's it's kind of a rip the islands no pay 55 bucks for those cuz those are two scale islands that look great these
1: are just not they they they're just rocks yeah no i, I can yeah. see your point um the only thing i'm socks does this come with like bonus missions or anything like the other one did I not that i'm aware the of it. yeah not that I'm aware of. So that doesn't even help justify it either. Yeah. I mean, what was, uh, until he said that, what was your opinion of it Socks? Mine has just gone down quite drastically. I don't entirely agree with everything George had to say, just because like, everybody's doing this. I'm not, again, I'm not saying he's wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will my, agree. My the opi- price I'm is now less excited about this than I was.
2: I will agree. The price is a little bit high. Uh, yeah, in my 100%. opinion. It, uh, especially if it for... was
0: 30, I'd be a little more like, all right, I mean, when you can get a, a a little starter set that's got ships in it, which is the next link we're going to talk about, yeah. for thirty five yeah. bucks, <sighs> fifty five is, is a tall asking.
1: I mean, twenty five, like thirty five bucks is probably like you're probably getting less in this, arguably, but also it's a hard plastic kit, so there's been more work that's gone into it. So, yeah, I mean, you're one hundred percent right. Uh, speaking of, it's the Scandinavian support squ- squadrons. Uh, so yeah, so.
2: It- this is just some more ships that you get in the Scions of Jutland big fleet box. You can just get these so you can get more Valkyries some of the smaller stuff uh without having to buy the big huge box. So they do this with all the other boxes um yeah. which
0: I think is smart. Um it's just a so- nice, so-
1: nice little way to top up your army.
0: Yep. Have you been have you been able to find out if the Scandinavians if they uh they come with a uh, little Procodes? barcode decals? Uh not yet, but I will find some for you.
2: Everybody
1: shake their heads at George. (laughs) And then Sox. Well, I'm pretty sure both you and I are going to be on the same page with this one. We have a brand new two-player starter set. Um, I don't know if they've officially said this, but given that their previous new two-player starter set did not replace the old one, it's my understanding that all three of them are still going to exist. Yeah. Yes. i just double checked yes. in case you'd heard otherwise.
2: Nope. And from what I'm, I mean, cause now we've got six out of the eight factions having a two player start, starter set of some yeah. sort. I so really, most likely really we're, like gonna, this idea. we're going to see a fourth one in the future. That's going to have uh Alliance and empire as, cause those are the last two factions that do not have a two player starter set right now, but yeah, this is fortune and glory. This is actually two mercenary fleets for the Sultanate and the union. So the airships are
0: all union um can gotcha. i interrupt you real quick socks yep these are some of the coolest airships i have ever seen yep. for a game yes
1: to the point where I thought, the one that socks owns i was previously on record of saying that it was my favorite and i don't think it is anymore no yeah, these assault
0: ones and the century ones oh so good
1: I'm kind of like, I'm, I've am been going back and forth for the last couple of days as to which I prefer. Um, I can't, like, they're both really, really nice. Um, I really, like, War Cradle are doing something here that nobody else does. And, and, like, there is a reason why a lot of people don't do this because stock levels is hard to maintain. But Wayland games are their own. Like, War Cradle is Wayland. Like, they can control their own yes. space. Mm-hmm. So... They have the benefit of not really having to entirely worry about what everybody else thinks shelf space-wise. But in saying that, I really like the idea of anybody being able to go in and buying a two-player starter set and it always being, like, you will always have an option to include the two armies that you want. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. It's not like, oh, I want it for this, this other one, I'm going to have to, like, sell someone.
1: Like, you or, know, or, like so George just... George and I are gonna buy into 40k, and I'm sorry to point the finger at 40k. It's just it's the easy one. Uh but George mm-hmm. George wants to play Necrons and I wanna play uh, and I wanna play Um Eldar and like the, the They don't do that set does like it's always Space Marines and something else. And yes, there's a mm-hmm. reason for that. And you can argue it's a good reason. I'm not like but No because that they're doing it one after the other. They're not removing the previous one because it still has value on the market. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. All they're doing is adding options. Adding. And options are good. And
2: another nice thing about this one too is, like I said, this, is, this comes with two separate mercenary fleets. Every faction in the game can take either of these mercenary fleets in the game. So any player out there that may want to take the Honorable Eclipse Company, which is the Union, or the Crimson League, which is Sultanate, which is the other Flyers, Can buy this box and use all these units in their faction
0: as a mercenary fleet. Yeah. So I'm going to say one other thing that is, you know, you'll you'll both agree with me when I say this, especially you socks. So by having so many different two player starter sets, a uh, what are you called a war host? Yes. Can go set up two or three or four tables. Yeah. One for each box set and. Two people can sit down, do a demo with a box set, and then they can look at the other do- box sets and they can make a decision of, I want this two-player set. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, there's this two-player set, or you could not get anything that comes in these player set boxes and just go start a, a faction army.
1: Yeah, Correct. 100%. That's totally an option. Um, and not but, really, but like, it's it- not a stupid expensive option like some other games either. I mean, you will pay a little more, but it's not like stupid. Like you, but, you will get a reasonable size fleet at roughly the but, same but, price. But
0: my argument is, is like if you buy one of these two player sets, you get the the measurement devices, you get the tokens, you get the dice, yeah. you get the stuff you need. It's not you know it's extra stuff you have to if you're building your own fleet or you know an army like you would with 40k, Sigma, or whatever. So yeah. I, I I'd like the way they do it is they give you multiple options for you and a friend to get into the game and not just. This one thing.
2: And depending on how you build the fleet, you're you're getting about a thousand points worth of units per faction, which is half of your fleet to begin your your total force. Yeah. So you're buying maybe a hundred bucks more of of some other stuff, and you've got a two thousand point army. So and that's, you're paying hundred and fifty being
1: able to change things in and out. Exactly. So um, work the Lyceum Aerial Dreadnought. Looks very yes. alien to me. I know it's yep. not so alien, but it looks no. very alien to me.
2: I agree. That that's the Sultanate flagship for their Crimson League uh, mercenary uh, battle fleet. But I agree, it, it does look very alienish. But there um, is
1: alien influence in this world, so that, that's it it,
0: it. it has a very um. Oh, they were the last like super bad guys that showed up at SG One. Um, oh yes The the Ori It has a very feel to that's, that
1: Yes Oh I can't unsee that now that you've said it That is definitely Ori inspired
0: I, I was thinking it was like you know like very Very Goa'uld Go inspired But then I got, looked at it again I'm like No that round section in the center That's like the Ori with like there. It's just a hollow opening with the power Source in the middle Yep yeah, 100%. so
1: We're very good goal. Yeah. Uh, I and really then, like this.
2: Yeah, I do too. And then you got the smaller little skimmers uh that are for the Sultanate as well. The Nasser class sky ships and stuff like that. But I, I have to agree with you, George. Uh I thought I liked my uh Imperium airships. I am really digging these the
0: Union ones as well. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, they're so they they feel very uh Victorian PHR almost. Yes.
1: Speaking, so, uh, speaking of the set that you have, uh, I just want to give a congratulations to Chris, and mainly I'm doing this to annoy him, uh, for finally building his box set after 12 months. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> oh, he's going to hate me for that. <laughs> uh, anyways. But yeah,
2: so these, these sets come out uh, later next month on the 28th or 29th of October. So... Yep. um. Looking forward to, to seeing these on the table because I, I know a couple of my f- folks, my gaming group has already said, oh, I want to buy that just for the Crimson League stuff because they have salt made already. So,
1: Yeah. No, it's, this is a really, really nice box set. Uh, and for those that are looking and are looking at these bases for the flyers and going, oh, it's really nice. It's kind of a shame that they don't come with those bases. No, they actually do come with these bases. They actually have textured bases in their starter sets, uh, which is very unusual. There yeah. they are, because m- most of the time companies just show off the premium ones that they can then sell mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I like the fact that raw cradle do not do that
0: w- war cradle with with uh with uh dystopian wars, they're really treating this as like they want this to be an approachable, easy to get into game, yeah, not saying you know other companies and other games don't do this, but this from my years of experience. Seems to be the most approachable of any game I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, fifty bucks, maybe two
2: hundred, depending on what you you're wanting to field. You'll have a two thousand point army. Yeah, and then you can expand be, from be, there.
0: Be, before this, like I, I think this is probably the most approachable. Before that, I would throw the Drop Universe as like a very approachable. Agree. Those starter boxes, you buy it, you put it together, you can start playing a game with that one box. Of yep. three, four hundred points, whatever, and that's for zone and commander. And yeah. sure, you may add like you know what two hundred more bucks, and like you have a really good setup. This, I would say, is even better than that. So, yeah, um, g- good on Wayland. I would say, like, yeah,
1: no, for sure. Yeah. War Cradle or Wayland have been working very, very hard to to aim for a particular quality in what they're releasing and I, I would argue that they've been achieving it again and again. like very when well. i got the um i don't even remember what set it was now but it was one of the, the Empire fleet
2: oh no this, uh yeah i'm trying to remember which one
1: you got too um starts with a k anyway it doesn't matter Congo, Congo, thank you um like i was very impressed with what i received um because it was just gorgeous but and I was very impressed with the Stigium size Skies when I opened it for Chris as well. Thanks again, Chris. But all of the Wild West Exodus stuff is phenomenal and still I would argue one of the best games in the market right now. Um, I haven't... Like, every company has something that they do when they try really hard and it just doesn't quite work. I haven't seen that come out of War Cradle yet. It will happen at some point and like that's thought- just a fact of life.
2: I will say I have heard of their calendar of what they have planned out in terms of their various other games. Get ready, because a lot of stuff is
1: coming down the pipeline. Well there's at least there's at stuff. least one more game that's on the verge of being a thing. So I, I, I want some more there's, War, there's I want some more Wild West Exodus, guys. It's been a little bit too long. They just, are in agreement.
2: They are in agreement but they're 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 right now you can kind of see where their focus is they're tra- yeah. they're trying to focus on on dystopian wars just so like can make make sure it's good game and and they're about ready to finalize all this stuff and start moving into the next systems here yep. soon.
1: good so we should be having and you don't react to this because if you react to this, you're breaking rules uh but in theory that probably means that uh firestorm armada is just around the corner because that's unless there's another franchise they have that oh actually lost world exodus should be on its way as well that's that in theory should be next i
0: I, I was looking for a reaction it was a pretty good poker face so yeah (laughs) um next on the list of news This one is literally a license to print money for Games Workshop.
1: I just want to say that I'm really shocked at how quickly this has happened. It wasn't that long ago that the miniature came out. Now, I've I've had a little bit of exposure to Joy Toy at this point, but I've got one of their figures. I've actually got two of their figures, because I have one of them behind me in a box that I'm not allowed to open yet, um, because it's going to be opened for a Toy Reel thing. but this is amazing. Like the Lion looks incredible.
0: So, so so here's why I'm not shocked it happened so quickly. Remember when they did that whole little pre release for the Lion, the little collector edition set that sold out, you know, in the blink of an eye? I'm sure Games Workshop went to Joy Toy and be like, Hey, can you do this? Oh, I you would okay. be
1: surprised yeah. if like realistically with how long it takes to get tooling and stuff done. They would have to have been working on this before that was out. At the
0: same time, that that makes sense. Um, With that being said, though,
1: a few weeks before it went live. I mean, there's certain timeframes and stuff that you're required to get tooling done and stuff. And like this could very easily be a prototype, but for it to be this close to the original look this quickly, they have to have been working on this longer than we've known about the miniature.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, we um, do
1: know in theory that that miniature had existed for at least 6-12 to 12 months before anybody saw it.
0: Well, and in theory too, uh, from from all the stuff, because I did a lot of reading on this, you know, way back before the Lion was announced, mm. uh, in theory the wolf exists too. So, and the fact that we have Mortarian and Magnus and uh, now we have a uh, 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 angron oh yeah um and 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 gilliman uh if i'm games workshop i'm telling joy toy these primark figures you are making these because i guarantee you the people not even people with the armies are going to shell out the 150 200 250 or whatever they want to charge to these they're going to buy those
1: um realistically the value in these is probably higher too.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's all pre-painted I mean, it... to this,
1: to this same, and it's pre-painted to, I don't know if you've ever noticed this. It's pre-painted to what would be a tabletop standard. It's not just like solid colors, like action figures tend to be, which would still look fine. This is painted like a miniature.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, And the sword, like, the sword looks like it's just, like, a really good airbrush quality. And I love that about it, the fact that they haven't done, like, this super professional non-metallic, you know, metallic paint job. No, this looks like a really good tabletop airbrush job. It looks um, like it
1: belongs in Warhammer 40,000.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. So, um... Uh,
1: my price continues down with Azariel. I love the Azariel model as well. Um... The the um, You mean the Asriel? That too. Yeah, Asriel's really good as well. Um, like, these just, they're really, really gorgeous. Continuing all the way down to whatever this guy's name is down the bottom. Um, I don't know if it says what his name is. I might be missing it. But no. Oh, Lazarus. They are, like, Joy Toy are continuing to do some really amazing stuff, but this is think this mm-hmm. might be the the best i've seen so far i want the mephiston that's coming that's on pre-order at the moment uh, i am 100 getting my hands on that uh and i probably will do like something of a crossover between us and toy real when that when that does eventually happen because it kind of fits with both but because
0: it was one of the first uh hero characters i ever painted one I would love to see uh, at a, to get a Joy Toy treatment mm-hmm. would be uh, Magnus Kalgar of the Ultramarines with his Gauntlets yeah. of Ultramar.
1: I'm actually surprised they haven't done that already. They uh, may have, uh, I may uh, not have noticed.
0: After this Blood Angels, I guarantee you a lot of the hero characters uh, start getting this treatment.
1: Well, the fact that like, we've got this coming, we already know that we have Mephiston coming. Um... I would be expecting that we'll start seeing, like, drip feeds of characters here Mm -hmm. and there now amongst the regular lines. Um, Because it's just additional pieces on top of, like, what is largely... Like, because the legs obviously will be the same legs that they've used elsewhere. Uh, The shield and the sword are obviously going to be different because they're specific, but they can be reskins of previous ones. Um, Socks, I know that you're not hugely a 40K person. Uh, I know this is going to be... Giant news to everybody that watches the podcast. Um, do you do you get action figures, or are you kind of not really? I mean, I'm not asking whether you buy them, but like, do you get excited for action figures? Not so much. Not even like when it's adult collectible stuff. Do you nope. understand the appeal of it?
2: I do. I was just curious. But it doesn't. It doesn't faze me.
1: No. Uh, I mean, hypothetically, if they were to turn around and do. Dystopian wars action figures, which wouldn't make sense anyway, um, still probably wouldn't jump out at you. No,
0: Bruce. Let's, let's be honest. His favorite intellectual property—they already do action figures for, so
1: they do Star Wars. No wars. Uh yeah. True. Good point.
2: I don't have a shelf full of Star Wars up there. Not like my some of my coworkers at work.
1: No, that's fair. Uh, Moving on. Uh, This, I think, we only need to touch on really quickly. We have some plushies coming. We have a great unclean one. Uh, We have a squig. We have a little goblin. Uh, Not a goblin, uh, a grot. And we have a griffhound. I mean, they're cute in a 40k kind of way. Uh, I kind of like what they're doing here, but I don't really think there's much else that needs to be said. Uh, I would argue that that wrench is going to break within 30 minutes of your child touching it.
0: Oh, uh, they're not designed for children, first and foremost, because it well, is this game's workshop too. To second, the squig. The squig is an absolutely perfect plushie. It's oh. round, it has legs coming off it and a giant
1: tongue. It's probably the perfect. only one that i look at and actually would consider buying. I'm not mm-hmm. buying one, but like, it's the only one of these four that actually jumps out at me as in, oh, actually I'd like that. Um, and that's not to say that the other ones aren't good. They are, uh, but it's the only one that really... Because, I mean, look they're fine. They're a cool little concept. doesn't jump out at me personally. I've never really been an Ergle person. Uh, I love goblins, but that's just not something I really feel like I need to own. I don't really need to own any of them, but the Squig is just awesome. It just makes so that much is. sense. I mean, hell, I have... I have a Lucas the Spider plushie somewhere. Oh, I think it's behind me, in the in the case. So, I mean, I do have plushies. I also have an Alice Cooper bear somewhere. I don't actually know where that is. Uh and next we have. I don't really know what I think of this, honestly. So we're getting
0: a uh, new. I, I have an opinion. Would you like me to give my opinion?
1: Can I explain what it is first?
0: Well, I'll explain where it is and then give my opinion. But yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, look, we're getting a new travel case. Um, And so basically for the fourth, the third time now, Games Workshop are trying to reinvent the storage case. Uh, and they're, again, doing it in a way that's very, very different. Um, I can't really say I like what they're doing. I mean, it's, we'll need to see if it works, I guess. But what's your opinion on this, George?
0: It's terrible because the, the hobby community has proven that putting a magnet on the base of a mini, one, adds more weight to the mini so it makes it more stable on the table, and then two, allows it to stick to anything magnetic for transport and storage. Thus, nothing is touching the miniature nothing is touching your paint job. nothing is touching anything that you've done to it except for that magnet on the bottom and when you do that, it doesn't slide around it doesn't move it just stays there
1: yeah but you they've
0: designed what? something they've designed something where it's being constantly touched by multiple fingers to wear on the paint
1: yeah um I hate it. I I can guarantee you they don't care because, A, oh, what a shame you have to buy more paints. And I'm not just like, I'm not just being a cynic. I mean, I am being a cynic, but at the end of this little rant, I'm going to tell you to watch a certain YouTube channel. There's an interview that talks about their mind and the way that it works. Um, They don't care because they can't make any money out of the solution you're talking about. It is a better solution without question. Uh, but they can't make any money on that because the people that have gone down that route aren't going to go back to Games Workshop to buy their version of it. Because why would they? Um,
0: so, so here's my argument. Games Workshop, stop trying. Stop trying to redo the mentor case. Better solutions have already been done than what you are willing to come up with and sell to the market.
1: Here's the issue, though. Games Workshop only look at one side of the market. They refer to it as like the, the, the clone, the cone of int- of interest or something, but basically, or the funnel, sorry, they don't care about all of the like long-term gamers here. They only care about the people getting into the hobby for the first time. Uh, because that's where the most money is. Um, and there's an interview with one of their product developers that was done by the painting phase. Uh, it's about an hour and a half long. It's done by Peachy, which is, one of the guys that left the painting team the same time that Duncan did. I would highly recommend anybody going and watching that, especially if they are a cynic like we are. Keeping in mind, this is coming from the guy that's usually the first one to attack Games Workshop. I'm probably a little unfair sometimes. Um, to be fair, I agree with George. I think this product looks horrible. Like It, it looks cheap. It looks nasty. Uh, does it work? There's no way to really know at this point. I mean, it might. We'll have to wait to see uh, reviews, Uh, preferably reviews from people that aren't being paid for it. But it's also only, at best, it's only going to be a solution for standard size miniatures. It's not going to be a solution to anything like, like they say, up to 75 mil bases. But it's not really a solution to anything bigger than that. Um, I, I want to see
0: a picture of this with a girly man or a, a bad Abaddon in it.
1: Well, it won't work because the basis is too large.
0: No, this is a terrible solution. If they can't make a carrying solution for their range,
1: well, that what you're forgetting, George, is that they have multiple different carrying solutions already to solve that problem. Because the smallest version of it, their no, but the smallest version of their case now doesn't hold those figures either. Either. This is just the start of what's going to be a new range. It's the skirmish case that's designed to hold skirmish-sized miniatures. It's not designed to hold those, and they're not saying that it does. I understand You'll what you're 20, saying. So you're you, you're yeah. criticizing them for something that they're not trying to do yet.
0: Go spend $20 at organizer.co, CA, something like that, whatever. Buy their plans, have them print it, whatever.
1: Use that for a case. I've got an easier so, solution. Buy some magnets get, and, a, and a $5 metal toolbox. It's where all of those ideas fair. started from.
0: Uh, so uh, so it's, it's funny you mention that, though, because I, I, I have done that, and yeah. my toolboxes are, are just as much as my army.
1: Fair. You can but buy cheap I, ones, though. I,
0: well, I would for a very specific type of toolbox. To hold my minis in a very specific type of way and hold an entire army. Yeah. And you've probably heard of the company, Bruce, because they specifically do motorcycle tools, and they're from your part of the world. It's a Japanese tool company called KTC.
1: Oh, I've heard of those. Yeah. I didn't know they were from Australia yep. though. Well, no, any- they're from Japan. Any- oh. Then why did you say they're from my part of the world?
2: Oh, because I'm
1: nowhere near Japan. Japan. <laughs> US, yeah, they're a lot
0: closer. Of... Australia. They're, that's they're closer to the you than they are to me.
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, they might be on Should the be... map, but you got to remember the map isn't actually flat. It's round. Not according to the Flat Earthers. Yeah, but they also think I don't exist. True. Well, I'm a paid oh, actor. I'm down. a paid actor that lives in America, remember? That's what they think.
0: Anyways, anyways it's garbage. Don't buy it. Do other solutions for your yeah. uh, games workshop stuff?
1: Um, I uh, would argue that like, I don't like their current cases. Uh, I know that their current cases definitely have a support base. That the weird, like curly foam that you kind of push out of the way, and I don't like those. But I would argue if, that it's a better solution than these are.
0: If you're going to spend money on a foam case like that, go to Battle Foam because 100%. that's a superior case. Yeah, 100%. so.
1: Uh, moving Um, i'm gonna hand over to george for this because you've looked at this more than i have i mean i can talk about it but um we have a gaming table one or two that we're going to talk about uh but we have very different opinions on the on the next one not this one this one looks good
0: the first one uh is uh on game found it's the fantasy woodworks is the company they have a legitimate website where they already sell merchandise So on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being like super sketchy, don't touch it with someone else's stuff, to 10 like take it out on a date, buy it dinner, it's a 10. Um, It's called the Stoey. And when it's all collapsed down and put away for storage, it is 15 by 15 by 18 inches. And then it comes apart and expands into a full-blown, full-fledged gaming table. Yeah. And it's not just, not just that there is an add on to give it a four foot by four foot surface. So you can do your zone and fleet on it. You can combine two of the tables together to do Warhammer on it. Um, there's all sorts of lovely little add ons. I've tried to find the actual size of the table, the standard table. Uh, it is 51 inches by 44 inches or for the rest of the world. Uh, twelve hundred and ninety six millimeters by oh I'm sorry. Thirty six by s- point thirty six point six inches for the surface uh by forty four inches. I was I was looking at the um some yeah, of the extra the stuff.
1: Expansion yeah uh um, yeah, yeah. and it's nine hundred and thirty so mil by nine hundred and thirty mil.
0: Yeah. So that's from a fifteen point by fifteen, 15 to you cube for
1: actually acknowledging the other half of the world. I say yeah, the other half, the, the other 95% of the world.
0: I I was going to say the other, yeah, 97% of the world. Now, and one of the things they do show is attaching two of these t- together. So that's a 36 by uh, 60, 72-inch gaming table, or you know whatever that is in the millimeters. It's 930 times 2 for the length and the same width. That is a huge table to come out of a small little portable cube that you can stuff into a closet. If I did not have a, a room, if socks, if you did not have a room, yep. this is the solution to you're in a one bedroom apartment, maybe two bedroom apartment with a roommate. This is a great solution to tuck in the corner, game night happens, you pull it out, you set it up, you have a game table. Um and it's here's the downside. It's not cheap. Not, which is also no. like they're they're actually charging you for like an actual gaming table here. So, the fully loaded with the extras, and this is like um, token storage, drink holders, a little book rest, like the f- whole nine yards. 795 sterling pounds. Yep. So, that's like, what? 900 bucks? Yeah. That's not cheap. No, no, no. But no. you could stuff it in a closet when it's not in use, so that's that's something there. Most other tables that cost this much, they sit there and they take up that area. And... Or they get
1: around the solution by being a kitchen table as well, which is a good solution, but still doesn't solve the problem for everybody.
0: But if your roommate or your significant other does not partake in your lifestyle of gaming as life, yeah. they get kind of crappy at you if you leave it on there for you know two or three days. Here's oh. my table in my room. <laughs> no,
1: what I was referring to is more like the, the ones where you then cover them over and it becomes just a normal yeah. table
2: where you've got the, like,
1: like, them, like where you've like, got the overlay worldly. that goes on top of it. Yeah. yeah. Or,
0: or uh, the now defunct uh, uh, Geek Chic, or yep. all the other companies out there. Um, um,
1: the, the other, the other downside I would say to a design like this, and I'm not, I mean, is it a criticism? Yes, but I also think it's, if you're going to design something that's going to pack away the way that this does, it's, a downside that you're not going to be able to get around. It's not going to be the most stable of surfaces. Like if you lean on it, it is going to lean. Um, Mm -hmm. I I also wouldn't be leaning on this. Um, Like you shouldn't be leaning on most tables anyway, really. But especially with something like this, it's just plywood. Um, Like if you are a bigger person and you lean on it, you are potentially going to regret it seriously. Knock it over. Yeah. But again, Um, this is not, I'm not having a go at the product. Um, You can't solve all problems. You can't have a a packable table and have it be as solid as a heirloom quality piece of furniture. Like that is just not Mm -hmm. something that's possible in this world.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, What caught my eye about this is the fact that, you know, they have done what looks like as good a job as you can do to make something that packs away like this and be as stable as it possibly can be. Um, the other price I was looking for was just the basic table, like none of the really fancy frills. It's 550 sterling pounds. So call it $630. That's, that's still pretty reasonably priced.
1: It is reasonably um, priced. And I'm going to say the same thing on air that I said to you guys as a jug off air. Uh, if you take a look at the picture, like the look the picture where it says extras, the add-on package, um, or even the one above it, where it's just showing you the sizes. It looks like a table saw.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I, I do kind of like the yeah. fact that it does.
0: Here's here's the other thing too. If you look at the extras, the add-on package, inside the table underneath it, you have more drink holders, yes. which encourages you and your friends to not put your damn drinks on the table.
1: Yeah, I actually I actually really like that solution. Uh, more so, with that solution. I mean, I completely understand why they have done the extension for cups. But if I was to buy this table, and I'm not going to, just for the record, this doesn't solve any of the problems that I've got. Um, but I wouldn't put my cups or even buy the extensions for cups. I would just put them underneath. It's a better solution in this case. Um because it's like it's small enough where, like, you're not having to get on your hands and knees to get down to your drink again. Um, so, as opposed no- to, if you were to try to do this with, like, an heirloom table, you would be having to get on your hands and knees to get to the center of it all the time. Now, can I
0: point out something terrible, horrible, and awful of, of GameFound with this uh, campaign? Sure. They're offering something called stretch StretchPay, which uh, allows you to make four <laughs> monthly you- payments to to the the campaign so instead of paying the one sum all up front game found is going to say you can make four payments once a month to back this product
1: the reason george is bringing this up george actually mentioned this in our chat about three weeks ago um in relation to like and he was talking about it in in relation to a different company at the time and he's like um. he was making it sound like this really horrible villainous thing that the company with the game was doing. And, and it took me a couple of minutes for me to realize, Oh no, it's because uh, they're making it way too easy for him to be tempted into buying things and therefore they're evil.
0: <laughs> oh yes. They, they are totally enabling this with this being probably one of the most expensive hobbies you can do. There are more expensive ones out there. Have you ever heard of watch collectors? Um, yep. But the fact that game found is saying, okay, so uh let, let's do the where's it at where's the price but bah, bah, bah. okay 795 sterling pounds divide that by four you make four payments of that one a month yeah H- how many people are going to back it now versus it you have to cough up
1: bigger, yeah
0: right so terrible thing but also like they're making they're making it more um feasible for people so big time it's yeah. a terrible thing um <laughs>
1: I really like what they're doing with this, and when we talk about our next story, it's it's going to make this one look even better. The only criticism I have is that, although as I'm saying this, I also see the solution to it, but I kind of wish that they stacked in a more feasible way. The only way that you would stack them at this point would be is that the second one you'd have to flip upside down and then put it on that way. Uh, but I don't know how well it would stay like that. But the, it's the only real criticism I've got.
0: Here, Here's a solution. They make a, spe- a specific thing that attaches onto the top, and then you can stack the other one on top of it. Or, like they or just it's make just a not
1: that big. You just sit them next to each other.
0: Or, or that, if you're, yeah, but...
1: a, if you're in a New York-sized <laughs> apartment, then maybe it's a problem. But... Even a New york size apartment's not going to have that many problems. Yeah. Uh, socks, there, what's your opinion of a this? New York-sized apartment? They're probably the most notoriously small of them all. Uh, yes, Socks.
2: This idea. I mean, how small it can collapse down. Mm. And it says from stool. So it sounds like it's stable enough that you could sit on it when it's collapsed. I don't know if oh. I'd do that.
1: Because it says that. from
2: stool to full-on gaming table. I don't know if I would use it as a stool.
1: For a regular sized mm-hmm. human like you guys, maybe it'd be okay. But for somebody with my weight, that probably would be a little I, scary.
0: I, I'm not. I'm not that regular sized, Bruce. I and also, if I'm spending that much money on something like this, I'm not going to use it as a stool.
1: No, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I will also exactly. say this: the shipping on this is actually really good for a piece of furniture. I mean, it, for me, it would be two hundred and ten Australian dollars in shipping, which is a lot of money. But also, it's a table.
0: It, well, and that that cube is going to be absolutely packed solid with you know plywood. Like yeah. that's heavy to it's ship. Just, yeah, it's going to be heavy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh
1: so, yeah.
0: Um, where's the where's the shipping? I scrolled right past it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this is a a European country, so there is going to be uh, oh, yeah, unless but... you're in Europe, you know, you're going to have higher shipping. Uh yeah, seventy bucks to get sub or 120 for the, the extra package.
1: Well, you're going to buy the extra package. Like, let's be serious. If,
0: if I'm spending the money on this, I'm getting the extras package. Absolutely. Hmm. So that's another $120 on top of that. That's not cheap shipping. But I'm getting a table yeah. to game on.
1: It's cheap like- for what you're getting. These are <laughs> estimates, though, remember. And they have set yeah. their estimates. We all know at this point how quickly these things can change in the current environment. It Mm -hmm. seems to have stabilized, but there's no guarantee that it won't go nuts again.
0: Now, here's one thing I will say that this company could do that would just make them like absolute loads of money. Mm -hmm. Sell the CNC files. So someone could go to a makerspace with their sheets of plywood, input the code, hit a button, and cut out all their own parts and pieces to make this table wherever they're at.
2: Did you see some of the additional add-ons that you can do? How they have got little trolley wheels? That you oh, can, I yeah, that. I did see
0: that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. They there's got like,
2: wheels. Like uh, you could that way you can oh. pull it around with you.
1: Oh, that's yeah. really clever. It makes it into a little way, trolley jack.
2: Yeah, that way if you're going off into the park or whatever, you can just pull it down. Yeah.
0: So, like, literally, you could like put the trolley wheels on it, attach a couple games to the top of it, and you've got like a little like you know shopping trolley like the. The, the elderly ladies in uh, the UK have when they go grocery shopping to cart your gaming table and your games.
1: I will also give them points because this isn't something that annoys me, but I know that there are a significant amount of people out there that do get annoyed by it. I'm going to give them points for offering side fences without the lights. Because yeah. there are people out there that really get annoyed by LED lights and or paying for them. Especially if they're yep. the sort of person that don't want to turn them on and then they're paying for lights that they won't use. So they, they get points for that big time. So uh, with that all
0: being covered, should we move on to the next gaming table?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to talk about this one and I want to start by saying what I called this in our run sheet. Red flag <laughs> gaming table. Um, This is all over social media at the moment. Uh the Toyozo game table has been everywhere um and it's currently raised for five hundred and forty one thousand dollars and that's after about three or four weeks off the top of my head. I believe this has been up for a month um this number I believe was larger at one point uh but yeah, this is really really concerning, okay. When it comes to customer service or retail, there's like the three pillars that you can get, right? Something can either be cheap, it can be quality, or it can be fast. But you can't have all three at the same time. You can only ever have two of the three. Yep. If something is offering you all three, it's a scam. Yep. I'm going to go straight to the bottom of this page first, and I'm going to look at the profiles of the two people that we have. So these people, like we don't know anything about them per se other than what they're saying. So we have Brian, who is a co-founder and the supply chain manager, dedicated chain manager at Toyozo. Da-da-da-da-da. He brings wealth of knowledge. Da-da-da-da-da-da. da da and it's like, it's very, very, very vague. And then we have Alyssa, which is the marketing director, which is the person that's, in theory, answering most of the questions. You'll notice there's no last names on this, although to be fair, given that the way the internet is sometimes, I will give them a pass on that because people can be horrible and maybe you don't want to give out your full first name. Uh, She's been a consultant, brings 14 years of expertise to the team. Again, very, very, very vague. Let's go back up to the top. So this is a gaming table that's designed to be cheap to build. Uh, now, like this is not presenting itself to be heirloom furniture. This is presenting itself to be an IKEA style solution to the gaming paper table problem. That's how they're presenting themselves. They're not presenting themselves to be using high class quality woods. I, I'm bringing all of this up because I want to make it clear that they. Uh, I, I'm not.
0: I thought walnut was mentioned somewhere.
1: I think it's a walnut stain from memory. I could be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong. But here's the thing. You're getting a fairly substantial table here. Uh, It has your removable... um, Tabletop. Tabletop. Like is fairly standard. It's foldable. Um, Somehow we... uh, It has the card... uh, Sorry, it has the railing where you can put... Because all of the tables have that at this point. Everybody has stolen that. Um, But... You also get down a little bit further and it kind of shows you how the table worked. There's a couple of videos that they've done with an offline event and stuff. And then they get down further where they show you how the table actually looks. And then there's this confusing thing where it's apparently one table, but it's also four tables at the same time. I'm sure there's an explanation for this, but I don't know what this explanation is because it's not really explained. Um, And here's the other problem. This is apparently going to be two hundred and sixty nine dollars plus shipping.
0: No, that, that's that's eighteen percent off. Now, the the, the suggested best, retail price is three twenty nine.
1: Yeah. At best, let's pretend that this product actually does show up. Now, they they answer a lot of my criticisms here again, very vaguely, but. This is a thin metal construction, so it's going to be brittle. Um, which it's not going to be as stable as the other one, but even at best, there is no way that you are producing even this table at that price. It's there's no way that it's happening. Now this Kickstarter has clearly expected a lot of that criticism. Like they give you a factory tour um, of going through and showing how the factory works, a, a trial of the production and the first samples. They talk about their delivery service where it seems that they have set up warehouses in most countries, not all, most uh, but they're also offering doorstep delivery as well, which is obviously more expensive. Um, there's down here. Let's use the US for an example. So standard delivery, which is to their warehouse and then you pick it up, for the standard table, is thirty six bucks. But then doorstep delivery is seventy two, and if you go up to the deluxe, it's forty five or eighty, which and this doesn't say estimated by the way it just says that's what the shipping fee is I don't care how cheap they're building it that is just not happening Uh, to Australia and this really will bring it into context I feel so we're looking at $66 or $139 to ship it to your door or $82 and a hundred and seventy-three to ship it to your door. There's no way this is going to be that much lighter than the other one we were just looking at. Like, yes, well, cheap cheap metal construction could... will be light because it'd have to be aluminium. You would think.
0: Well, it it, it may be lighter, but it's not going to be smaller. No, like, because it's and, and, and there's two factors. There's two factors to shipping. Mm. There's how much it weighs and how much space it takes up a lot of shipping companies are okay with heavy items that take up small spaces because there's going to be other items that are larger, that weigh less to take up, you know, fill up space. If you've got something that's heavy and big, that's taking up space and weight. Yep. So, so for them to say, Oh, it's going to be this much shipping. If it's bigger than, or the size of a table, it's an arm and a leg to ship socks, your logistics. You speak about this. Yeah,
2: it it's true, um, because yeah, I mean, I have to agree. Thirty six bucks or whatever it was, to, uh, yeah, thirty six bucks to ship to their factory. That means that the, the material is not very heavy.
1: Thirty six bucks from China as well. Now, yeah, granted, exactly. China shipping is really cheap. It's not that cheap for it's a table. T- for a table,
0: exactly. An entire table, Bruce. Bruce, how much was the shipping on your all in CMON Masters of the Universe that came from China at least for a board game?
1: At least three times that, at least, or a board game, yeah,
0: something that we would play on this table that costs a third of that in shipping. So, and here's another thing I'm going to jump to that's just like uh, so many red flags. Um, Um, I I have to.
1: Yeah, because I have to reload the page. That's all right. There's one thing in shipping I do want to point out, which I did also point out to you guys. You can confirm this. Down at the bottom here, it says in the United States, especially in faraway states like Hawaii and Alaska, we may need to charge additional costs after the campaign ends via survey. This is because Kickstarter doesn't allow us to do different shipping rates to specific states. I'm mentioning this because this is something that. every kickstarter campaign should be saying and don't i am giving Mm -hmm. credit where it's deserved Uh, i have generally an overall opinion of what's been done with this campaign that i will come back to at the end what's the thing you wanted to point out
0: so for 269 dollars right so obviously you're getting the table right here's what comes with that table for 269 dollars the table the red green blue lighting kits the wireless chargers times four, four cup holders, four snack boxes, two playing card cases, two chip cases, four hooks, and two Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. I'm sorry, going and finding the cheapest thing on Amazon, adding that to your cart for the similar items minus the table, and you're going to be pushing close to that 260 bucks there already. Now we are talking mock up to make money and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There is no way they're shipping all that end table for that price for that amount of money unless they don't intend to send you that table and all those items. Yeah.
1: Could it be a really crappy five dollar Bluetooth speaker? Yes. Yes. Um, yep.
2: Could it be a charger that's going to take eight hours to charge your phone?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That'll be charged. But I think. Like, that- but that's everything about this is. Well All not just that. But look, at red the, flags.
2: look at the look at the the at the bottom of the shipping it says rest of the world. Two hundred and seventy nine dollars US. How is it only thirty six dollars to the US yet the rest of the world from China?
1: But here's the it's other thing be- about that. What's the other thing that's missing from shipping? That's in every other campaign. You may not notice it until I say it. We're unable to ship to these following countries due for legal reasons. Oh. That is true. now granted, China don't have as many of those as others because like some of those are allies to China, and this is I'm not throwing political accusations around. But there is still well, places that that China is not going to be allowed to ship to.
0: Well, I, I could tell you one place that they probably don't want to ship to And it's on the list.
1: Which where's that?
0: Right off their coast in Taiwan.
1: Um. Actually, that's probably not necessarily the issue there. The issue there is going to be that they're actually calling it Taiwan. The issue is not. The issue is that they consider Taiwan to be part of their country, and Mm -hmm. do not recognise that it's separate. Taiwan. Yeah. I didn't even pick that up. That's actually a really good shout. So this is a really professional-looking Kickstarter page. There has been a lot of time put into this to make this look very, very safe. It's very clearly assumed that people are going to be asking the questions that we're asking, and they've tried to very vaguely answer most of them uh i would argue like the shipping fee like i didn't even notice the two things that that we just pointed out at first um but it's probably one of the best laid out ones i've seen for a long time i mean they've made the mistake of not saying that that it's estimates uh because that is a mistake but They've tried to answer all of these questions. Oh, shipping will no be a problem because we have a warehouse in every country in the world. Do you now? I find that very hard to believe, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially in some countries like Australia, is really expensive to have a warehouse that you never use. Which at this point, there's no way that they could be. I mean, there may be an existing company that have other stuff going already. Um. The fact that they're doing a full factory tour and production, like that is, like they are trying really, really hard to make this look like it's a very safe option. Which is the only way, in my opinion, that 1,633 people still haven't pulled out of this. There's been a lot of people in their comments that's been asking all of the right questions. Uh, one of which will be a very obvious one we'll come back to in a moment. Uh,
0: Bruce, very good usage of the word pull out. <laughs> um, on my scale of one to 10, so I gave the other one, you know, like, you know, taking someone out on, but negative. Oh, no, no, no. no <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. So, so, so Still, Stoey, you know, take <laughs> her out to dinner, winer and diner, right? This one. Swipe left. She's going to drug you and rob
1: you. This is, yeah, th- this is something to avoid. I have been avoiding talking about this for four weeks. I could have spoken about this a month ago. The reason I chose not to at the time is because I'm like, well, I don't want to give them any publicity. That's only going to add to what I saw as the problem. The fact right, that it, it started sense. coming back the other way um, is, but at the same time, I kind well, of felt like if this had been very successful and then six months later we're talking about how all of these people were ripped off, I would have felt guilty if I hadn't at least tried to get the word out.
0: Well, and, and I, th- I think another, like, a good reason to talk about this is Stoli looks legitimate. It is a legitimate company. They have a, They have a website where they already sell products and they're launching this.
1: I would argue that these guys look legitimate if you don't know what you're looking at.
0: So, so here's yeah, another no, thing I'm that... I'm picking would... up
1: on all of this stuff is because of the experience we've had talking about all yeah. of this stuff going up, going down so often.
0: Yeah. So here's another thing I'm going to point out too. If you look at a majority, and when I say majority, I'm talking 98, 99% of the gaming-related stuff yep. that you see on GameFound, that you see on Kickstarter, that you see on Backerkit, what's one thing you always also see along with the campaign? Risks reviews from channels like us oh, we haven't yes. actually done any of those yep. we haven't done those yet but the dice tower There's there's hundreds of channels like us out there that are sent prototypes of the game or the device or whatever to talk about it and give their opinion now granted the company's only going to show the positive reviews yes but this Which one is, is lacking that George. you're telling me yes
1: what was the name of the company that did the other table?
0: Uh, the other so table is I have, some,
1: I have something very obvious on my screen right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Fantasy Woodworks.
1: They backed this campaign for a dollar so that they could comment. It's gone that far. Granted, mm-hmm. they are competitors, so hey, maybe they're just doing that to make the other company look bad so they can get more money. But no, they're actually like they're making some damn good points here. And there's a lot of people that have been pointing things out. Um Here's one of the answers to one of the people that was asking the right questions. Hi, as we've seen before, the shipping costs displayed in our campaign page is an estimate, which it doesn't say that, provided by our logistics partner. It may undergo an adjustment closer to our shipping date in February next year. They're also somehow getting all of this done in four months. Uh, We'll absorb a portion of uh for our backers so they're also saying that they're going to cover part of the postage fees Uh, and that was just somebody asking about the postage there's equally vague answers to all of these questions about how this is even possible it's all very vague oh no it's fine we have relationships with all of these companies so we know that this is going to go smoothly is a large part of what they what they say in their comments
0: I'm also going to throw this out, too. One of the most prolific Kickstarter companies, CMON, yep. they know how to run a campaign, they know what their time frame is, how long things are going to take, what it's going to cost, and they do a really good job. They have never turned around in four months.
1: No, it is not never. possible. Um, risks and challenges. Don't... We believe in oh, transparency. You're... While we are confident in our product, we acknowledge potential risks and challenges. These include manufacturing delays, shipping logistics, quality assurance, regulatory compliance, and unexpected changes. Rest assured, we have proactive plans to tackle each challenge, our dedicated plan, da 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 What does that tell you? Nothing. Exactly. That's all the time I want to spend on this. Um... I would like to think that it's a fairly obvious reason why, A, I was reluctant to cover it, and B, why I th- I would feel very guilty if I had have had the chance to say something and didn't, honestly.
0: Well, and like I said, you know, the prices that they're charging versus what the prices what Stoey is charging, you know, and, and, and the fact of, you know, and you I mentioned it and you pulled it up. That same company that's doing Stowie is saying, well, hold on, folks, hold off, look at this you know the, the stuff i saw they weren't throwing shade they're saying stop and look be aware of what you're doing like they're not they were doing their counter complaints on this correctly in my opinion
1: and also, and i and i click on the toyozo profile something else i just noted collaborators on this project look at how many companies they have paid to advertise them. Jellop being the one down the bottom, it is one of the most notorious spamming companies on Facebook to the point where I think oh, wow. blocked eight of their pages at this point. Uh, wow. Seriously, there is a lot of them. Also, no website. They're not connected to Facebook. They've never backed a project, which is fine. Some people haven't. It's the first thing they've ever done. But apparently they have all of this successful warehousing everywhere. If you have money on this campaign, please take it back. You are not going to get your table. I'm not saying you have to give it to Stowe. I'm just saying don't give it. Pull out. Just saying, don't give these people your money. They are lying to you. This product is never going to exist. Please. Let's continue on our negative and let's return to a subject that we have avoided for six months because, oh my goodness, there's actually news. Not just more talk. There's actually news on Mythic Games.
0: Uh, yes, um, and holy, it's a it's a turd burger. So we're going to start with a little audio clip.
1: Yep. I am Leo. Just, just just one second, Kitty. Can you please just give me reassurance that there will be no more additional costs after this one, please? There will be no more uh, additional costs after this one. Okay, that's uh, very important. Uh,
2: I'm li- I'm li- I am Leo. I am Leo. Just
0: no more additional costs now. George, on September twenty fourth 20-
1: you're missing. Can you please explain who that is that was talking?
0: Oh, sorry, sorry. That is Leo, the guy in charge of the catastrophe that is known as Mythic Games. I don't now think there are on, people that
1: will recognize that voice, but there's also people that don't, because not everybody's going to listen.
0: So on the twenty fifth of September, Mythic Games oh they, they uh they 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 posted an update. They're starting Wave 2 of Darkest Dungeon. Uh, please note, the contrib- contribution we'll be requesting for Wave 2 will potentially be higher than the request for Wave 1. But we're working to keep this amount to the minimum. Full details will be announced early in October. We'll take into account the contributions already paid by Wave 1 backers for this Wave 2, and the amount that has already been paid will be deducted. So, if you paid your ransom for wave one and you received it knowing what Leo said of there will be no further contribution requests they're requesting you to pay more they're going to subtract what you've already paid off of what they're asking you to pay and they'll ask you to pay that and then wave two will have to pay that total amount
1: so not only have you paid for this product twice you're expected to pay for this product three times now Um, so yeah now
0: Now that little video clip uh, that's uh, courtesy of Ken, I'm not going to say his name because he's probably already getting enough of a crap show from Mythic Games for creating and posting that clip. Mythic Games has done so much to actively delete and remove that clip from the Darkest Dungeon group. Mythic Games does not want that clip being paid. Played. Because... Where,
1: Where was that clip? Where did that come from originally, George?
0: Darkest Dungeons group.
1: Yeah, it was originally here. a pinned comment, too. Or is the pinned comment so something I, else?
0: So I'm, I'm showing you this right here. You guys see this on the video? You have to watch the video edition for this. Here's a link to that clip. Ready? I'm going to tap it. Oh, look! It doesn't take you to that because Mythic deleted that post. So, that is proof that Mythic is actively deleting posts that they are not agreeing with. Specifically, all the deletions that I am aware of, a hundred percent, are of that video. There are other posts that have been deleted. There are I have commented on posts; those posts have been deleted. Um, now, here's the next part, and Bruce has got this Reddit article up. Yep. Uh, the most important part about this is if we scroll down to uh, Red Hook. Is that McK-
1: wasn't it? DD Board Gamer guy.
0: No no no. The 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 actual uh comment from Red Hook.
1: Okay, I'm looking for the right. Anyway, you continue. I'm looking for the comment from
0: It it's it's Red Hook. Uh is that Michaela? It says, "Hello everyone. Unfortunately, we learned about mythics tents to ask for another contribution for Darkest Dungeon board game only hours before everyone else. We have been discussing this internally uh-huh. over the last few days." And are attempting to get up to speed with Mythic to better understand the situation. Now, rewind when Mythic said, there's no money for shipping. We need a contribution. Red Hook ponied up money, money too. So Red Hook ponied up, uh, Mythic ate some of the cost, and then asked backers for more. Mythic has now done the same thing with Siege 6, but also asked for money to actually produce the game because... They're out of money. So, Wave 1 backers that paid their ransom, this additional contribution for their Wave 2 that they would not be asked for is a 100% has to be for actual production costs to get the Wave 2 stuff made.
1: The, the, one, so that, the, one, the other comment on this that I thought was the important one, because this is the one where you were saying that this is helpful to everybody, and I was explaining to you why it wasn't. I still think we should talk about this, because
0: it's absolutely absolutely
1: yes which is the game guy one
0: mm -hmm, yeah so if you want to and collectively there's a lot of at least u.s backers and i i do think it could help out uh other other international um just because it is a legal precedence regardless the country you're in uh some guy actually scare them
1: but we'll come back to that in a like there there is problems with that argument but i want to talk about that later because it's not the important part
0: yeah Someone spent $35 of their money to file and serve the the US representative for Mythic Games and took him to small claims court. Yep. And and the option was, like so many days before the hearing, was he reached back out to Mythic of, hey, this is the court date, settle with me now, or you're going to court for this. And do you know what Mythic did? They settled out of court.
1: Oh, okay. That, that that presents issues too. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They settled out of court. It's proof. And he it's got n-
1: proof that they will back down.
0: Mm-hmm. And they he got ninety percent of his uh, Kickstarter back. Yeah. Not the eighty-five percent that he's guaranteed. That Mythic guarantees because of EU laws. He got ninety percent guaranteed, and that makes me wonder if this additional contribution stuff that they're doing is not you know, actually a legal thing they can do. And now if you go on and read the actual, uh, uh, post on uh Reddit about this, uh, Marco goes and says that, Oh, we didn't contest this because we didn't have time to prepare. There is no way that someone gets served papers for a court date six months down the road and doesn't prepare.
1: Um, I also think it's probably worth noting that somebody called George from W.Y. uh, We don't know who that is. I mean, it it might be somebody related. uh, Asked if there was a case number for, at least for U.S. US residents, there's a very good reason why he's asked this. And on screen now, he has provided that. It's J for Jason, P for Peter, 1323. 003093. So the important thing here is in the US, precedence matters. You can use this to either A, scare them into giving you most of your money back too, or more importantly, using it as um, a leverage to get your own case done. Thirdly,
0: this this is the most important part. Thirdly, that is an actual legitimate case number which means this is not some crap story that exists on the internet and was put on Reddit. This actually has happened. With that case number, you can go, because all court cases, unless it involves a minor, are public record. You can go to the Delaware court system, and look up that case number, and get all the information about it. Period, and it will say if you look that up that this was out- settled outside of court. Mm.
1: Um, by chance, if um this guy actually does come across this, I just want to publicly say thank you. I am not involved in this campaign at all, neither is George for that matter. He is involved in a couple of their other ones. We've been following one this right now. for for other one for, for other reasons. because yes. no, it's really important. Um, the thing I wanted, to, the thing I raised with George, um, is that U.S. law works very differently from a lot of the rest of the world. And sure. whilst sure. Le- from a legal standpoint, a lot of countries may agree with how things going, just because something happens in the U.S. doesn't necessarily mean that it will be approved elsewhere. Uh, I would argue right. that. Now that they've seen this, Mythic are probably going to be reluctant to take the risk because in some countries, some things will happen that don't happen in the US. For example, Mm -hmm. in Australia, if you lose a court case, sometimes you can be forced to pay the legal costs of the other party. And I, I would argue that most other countries... Getting away with a thirty-five dollar small claims fee is not going to happen. It would be a lot more than that in Australia.
0: So, so that thirty-five dollar fee—that was the process server to serve the agent. Oh, okay. Yep. So, um, the the reason why I'm saying it sets a, an important precedence for the world, if this contribution of you know is not above board, and the reason why of. They've squandered this money and are asking for money, more money, because they have not properly spent that money. That's what I'm talking about. The whole they got five million. Why are they asking for more money?
1: Yes, big time. So,
0: so that's what I'm saying. Of you know, there's a reason why Mythic has the no questions asked refund policy. EU law. As far as protection goes for Kickstarter, U.S. has nothing. And the fact that this guy won, because, of, and I'm almost betting it's because of that, sets a huge precedence. So, um, was there something else?
1: I, I think that's the important notes. Like, As much as I'm sitting here saying that, look, this doesn't necessarily help people in other countries. There are exceptions. In France, there's some pretty strict laws um, that force companies to do certain things. Uh, and George and I have spoken off-camera about that a few times, like legally in France, they will have to give refunds if people ask. They have no choice in the matter. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily true in Australia. Like customers do get, like in Australia, we have arguably some of the most customer-friendly laws in the world. Some of our laws put America's to shame. Mm -hmm. George, George already knows this. Like we have a very good deal in Australia. Those laws do not cover Kickstarter. It is, however, something that they have been looking at for a little while now. Whether it will change is still unknown, but the ACCC, at this particular point in time, do not cover Kickstarter. Um, but this is really important because at, the, at minimum, if you, like a lot of people, don't think you're ever going to receive your stuff, or at this point, maybe it's been that much drama that you don't want it anymore. I do know people that have gotten wave one. Um, but if you don't trust it or you don't want it anymore, you should be using all of this to get as much of your money back as you possibly can.
0: Now, now here's the downside though. The chances of you getting a refund are still very slim. Do you know why?
1: Because most of it's been spent.
0: No, because they're still processing refund requests from the initial contribution request. They're on day two of the refund request from that initial contribution request
1: they have and then on said, top of that no. they have said at at one point that they may have to stop offering them they legally that that they are not going to get away with that and I could tell you that outright yeah. at very minimum if they ever put that down, customers in the u s will file suit um
0: well no, no in in europe the the, the law that, that forces that them to offer the refunds is is a EU law.
1: Yeah. Uh, so if they
0: do, they are breaking EU law, and then they are just they're done. Um, it wouldn't be the first time so, a company
1: has said, "Oh, no, we can't offer refunds," hoping that people don't know. Because that's the thing: if yeah. people don't. If people don't know that they don't have the right to do that, then they can't yeah. get in trouble for it. Because you can't get in trouble if you don't get caught. But this is mm-hmm. such a hot topic that there's no way they're going to get away with it. Um.
0: Oh, so here's the other interesting thing about this, too. Uh, the contribution period is going to open the 2nd of October and close the 31st of October.
1: Interesting. I wonder why it's so small mm-hmm. window. Maybe right? they're trying to create like FOMO? I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. So, the, the um, other thing, and probably the final thing I want to say at this stage personally, is the other downside of this is whilst we're saying, like, if you want to get refunds, we're encouraging you to get refunds. But the other side of this, and I don't remember if I said this live or if I said this off camera, but I have predicted that this company will go to be out of business before the end of the year. The more people that request cool. refunds, the less likely that everybody else will get their stuff. Because <laughs> it already looks like, or as much as they're trying to deny it, it already looks like Mythic won't survive the year.
0: So, and here, here's, a, I tried looking for this one. Um, and and it is a person, they said they paid their ransom and they used that for wave one. They received that. And then they said, now I'm being asked to pay more. I want a refund now. So, so someone who's already one one time willing to pay more money and did pay more money is now saying they're not willing to pay more money.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this so, point, so, at this point, there's that they've broken so many promises that it's hard to find the ones that they've kept.
0: What, like this one? Mm-hmm.
1: Just, just, just one second, Kitty. Can you please just give me reassurance that there will be no more additional costs after this one, please? There will be no more uh, additional costs after this one, okay? That's very
2: important. Uh, You mean that promise?
1: There are things Uh, that can change in business. And whilst it may have been true at the time, it may not be true now, but if it was just that simple, they would not be fighting so hard to get that clip removed as much as they have.
0: So I'm I'm going to throw this out, okay? So uh, going back to that Red Hook post on Reddit saying they found out just moments before you know, Mythic announced this.
1: Which is another reason why it's not just...
0: The first time Mythic was in communication with Red Hook about this whole situation. They were communicating about it. This time, Mythic was not. Mythic yeah. is hiding something from Red Hook.
1: That That's why this isn't just a matter of well, things have changed. We can't hold that. We We can't we can't deliver on that promise. Which, if that was the case, sure, maybe we'd let it go through. But the fact that they are actively trying to hide information and hide the fact that they had previously made this promise is the proof that it's a lie. Let's move on to something brighter.
0: Wait, literally, it's vibrant.
1: Yeah. Um, still talking about another Kickstarter campaign. So this is another company that's doing a first... First created, they have backed one in the past. I'm curious to see what that is. Um, a cyberpunk type thing, apparently. Anyway, Colorful Kraken Studio are producing a series of painting books. Uh, this appears to be aimed very much at the beginner or the beginner that's trying to push themselves a little bit further. What makes because we have seen this book produced by so many different people at this point. There are tens, maybe hundreds of different versions of this exact book. Well, not this exact book. But you know what I mean. Um, well, and let's, and uh, let's
0: be honest too. Uh, go to YouTube and yes. just type in the search bar how to paint miniatures.
1: Yeah.
0: I um, mean, I'm not going to try to discredit someone from trying to publish a book on how to do this. Oh, neither you was You are I. doing something.
1: Yeah. I was learning somewhere with, the, with my comment.
0: But but for for as cool as books are, and I'm just going to say this, as cool as books are, we as a society, and when I say society, I'm talking you know mainly first world, we're really moving away from the whole concept of a book. And when you can just go onto the internet, type in how to paint a miniature, and literally have hundreds of tutorial videos where you watch the video process of how this kind is leading how to do it. Yeah, like, but. Books are great. Books are awesome, but they can only do so much. Where a video can do so much more. Bruce, go ahead.
1: They are not trying to sell a book to those people. Like nobody is trying to sell a book to those people. Also, by like there, there's PDF versions anyway. Um, what I was going to say is because the other side of that is that like there are like there is a non-insignificant amount of people that still prefer physical media. Um, like I'm not going to disagree the, with that the book industry was supposed to have been dead 20 years ago and it's not I mean it's certainly more expensive now the um,
0: book industry will never die as we know it but it will decline and decrease to the niche market
1: the thing I always get like the, the thing that's different about this one at least for me is when you start looking at the table of contents and the number of people that are involved in this uh, I'm just going to start throwing a few names out there. Trevarian. Uh Sergey Lynch. Oh I'm going to say that name wrong. Um we've got Dave Taylor, as in Dave Taylor's Witches, <coughs> Antonio Ulthar. Like there is name after name after name of this of people that are very well known that have contributed works into this book. Uh, Don Serratos, arguably one of my favourites out there right now. Um, maybe the only name that's not involved in this is Ungar Heraldes, because he has his own books. Why would he give contents to somebody else's, I guess? Mm-hmm. Like, there is a lot of people that are not just randoms that have actually contributed to, his, to this. Um, sure. And everybody's kind of like, they're painting a certain miniature. It actually tells you what they're actually painting as well, which I kind of like. Um, I. The first volume is four difficulty levels of painting. So They're talking about preparation, paints and tools, brush and airbrush techniques, basing contrast, definition and practical <laughs> theory. Uh, and then the second one goes into, hang on, where is it? Uh, speed painting with acrylics. So not the contrast stu- type paint, actual real paints. Um, yes, I made that sound silly because it's a silly comment to make, But um, like trying to remove well, people I'll, that you can speed paint without the compromise. Uh, oh.
0: I I will argue slash agree that contrast paints are not an actual paint the way an acrylic paint is. So well, it's an, it's an that, ink. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, yeah, it's it's not a paint. Yeah. It's an ink. It's it's a heavily pigmented ink. Um.
1: The, the third one is speed painting beyond acrylics. So that, I assume, is going to be going into things like your oil paints and mm-hmm. uh, alcohol-based paints, flocks, so on and so forth. So that's like taking your things to the next level. So there, most of this appears to be written from what I've seen as well. Uh, delivery is still going to be halfway through next year. Yeah, June next year. So there's a fairly decent amount of time that's been added onto this. I mean, there is additions that you can add for like like exclusive miniatures and stuff. Uh, there's a version of this that comes with a really pretty looking slip case. Um,
0: and like I said, I you know, you know, for something like this, I don't want a physical book. I'll go Google it. I'll watch yeah, a video. You know, it, it, don't don't get me wrong. Um, at, at some point, I still want to have a full hardback collection of the Dresden Files because. That is a book series I greatly love and want to have a physical copy of it. The same reason why people bought copies of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings when the movies were out. It, there's sometimes certain things—a book. It's it's something you want to have and own. Say, I have this physical thing. And, and for some people who want to do this, for the by all means, go for it, do it. You know, it's this. These books have uh, knowledge and resources in them, and that's great.
1: Well, that's why we. That's I, why, I think it was just me and George backed uh, Mel's book,
0: mm-hmm.
1: despite the fact was, that all of his stuff is available as a as a video, and it was all based on stuff that he's done as as free videos. Mm-hmm. But we wanted yeah. the book.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that was different because, like, I know how to build a miniature. I know how to paint it. Terrain. That's what Mel was doing. Was terrain? Okay, yeah. I'll get the physical book for that. You know, and and, and for, like I said, if you want to back this, if you want to get this, go for it. Do it. Get the book. But I, I think this is such a saturated market with the books and guides that are already out yes. there and available. Now, I mean, it, this this has been funded. So, I mean, great job on them. But it's just, you know, at, at some point, you're going to hit this bubble of people aren't going to want this anymore, or enough people, I think is the better way to put it, enough people aren't going to want this anymore.
1: From a personal perspective, um, I like to take things from multiple different angles. Sometimes I find things easier to read in a book. In saying that, I have a whole ton of books out there that I've glanced through and never actually read. Um, Like, I already own both of the Anga Heraldes' books. I have the Dave Taylor version of this which is like an army building one um Mel's is a different book but like I have several different versions of this book uh, I can still see value in this I'm not backing it uh but but for different reasons because in this you're getting angles from multiple different people also I just want to point out in the about section talking about all three founders of the company because this is a collaboration between a company and actual known personalities um, the first one talks about the fact that they've worked on Cyberpunk 77, uh, 2077, Gangs of Night City, uh, da-da-da, da-da-da, da uh, The second guy has worked on Goblin Trader, Ungar Heraldez, Harder and Standback, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. The third one, uh, Beyond Miniatures, um, something I can't pronounce. He's also a voice actor. All of that is detail that is not vague and very specific about, hey, why can we be trusted? Um, also, oh, they don't look oh, like... Oh, in reference to
0: the table, gotcha. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> it took me a second to realize where you're going with that.
1: Yeah, I was, yeah, I was making a callback to the previous yeah. one, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. They also so. do
1: something very similar to the people that's contributed, because as much as, look, yes, we may know some of these people, not everybody will. Um. So all of them like, they've got a little description of who they are, where they're from, how you may may or may not know them. Um, so just as an example, uh, I'm going to pull up the Don Serratos one because he's somebody that I said I was a big fan of. Um, Gunpla legend, turned into miniature painting master with a deep understanding of oil paints and efficient techniques. Uh, like, just like it's a very brief description of who he is and what he specializes in. I, I, I like that. Um. It's not a cheap book. It's certainly aiming for the high end market. Uh, at this particular point, they were asking for ten thousand euros, and they're sitting on uh, two thousand. So two hundred and ten thousand euro, basically two hundred eleven thousand, more or less. Um, there's certainly options for this out there. Uh, most of these books tend to be from one perspective rather than multiple, like this is. Um, I just thought it was an interesting conversation. Like, there's definitely a lot of these out there, but I actually like what they're doing with this. Also, it's a really
0: can I, can, I, can I tell you about one downside? I just realized.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, if you compare this to the the Train Tutor Essentials, which was Mel, yeah. and you have all these people collaborating, that's me. That means you won't get little minis of of these people with the book.
1: Because <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, we.
0: N- we know how much Mel loved the fact that there's how many tens of thousands of miniatures of him floating around the world.
1: One of which was painted up to be a killer. Have you actually finished doing that?
0: No, no, I put it together. I, I I've, I've, I've had such a, as Socks put it, which is why we put put aside the uh, the skink. Um, I've had such a uh, burnout. Uh, a burnout on painting, which you know, and, and this is nothing against you, Socks. I was excited for the little, you know, three-way competition, know. and it was sparking, sparking that painting bug again. And, the, and then you had your burnout, which is fine. So I'm, I'm not trying to badmouth you, but it's your fault. He's, no,
1: not, he's fault. not saying it's your fault. It's just that you should be ashamed and you should feel bad about that. I you am a ashamed. Perfect. Yeah. Like, Speaking because, of, I because... actually,
2: I actually, where is he? I found him today.
1: There he is. See? He's right there. You watched it? No. He just I didn't, didn't remember him. where it was. He didn't lose it. He just exactly. didn't know where it was. <laughs> no, I, I, really, hey, I really like what they're doing with this. Um, I also hey, like Bruce, the he- fact that they have learned, because I'm looking at the risks and challenges, they have learned from previous people's mistakes, because the mistake that Dave Taylor and Mel did is that the book wasn't written before they did the campaign. And it took and, longer than and, they expected. These guys have already actually well, completed, like, 90% of it.
0: Well, and, and then the issue too with a uh, uh, Mel's book is he quite literally almost died three times writing that book.
1: Yes, actually, not not because of the book, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> not <laughs> no. Our our answers, is, yeah, no, uh,
0: not not the the having to write the book. No, like actual like you know uh, cancer. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's pneumonia and like something else, like literally put an end to him almost before he could finish the
1: book. We came very so. close to never having that book. Um, yeah. Weird and... games? Yeah. L- yeah, you me... want to talk about some Last one. Uh, for the record, we are scrolling down to the bottom to the November releases, because we've kind of talked about everything else, really. Uh, so we've got a few different things. Uh, the Kimon Allegiant box is a new box that's coming out for the other side, which is the larger game as opposed to the skirmish game that is... Um, that is Malifaux. Uh, we also have a Titan box for that as well. And I love the look of the Titan. Uh, that is really cool. You can actually get a bigger image if you click on it, just for the record. Uh, we also have a couple of iconics. So these are ones where they do like a big one and a small one of each one. So we have Trouble Ahead Marco Joe and Ice Cream You Scream. Uh, so they're both kind of silly ones. I, I like the I-, I like them both, actually, but I think the Ice Cream, Year Scream is the better of them, personally. Um, oh, is
0: it because the big version, he is literally torn no, someone that's... in half?
1: Well, they're both tearing somebody in half. It's just that one of them's bigger than the other. No,
0: the, the smaller no, one, the is one,
1: one is not. Oh, no, you're right. Oh, he wow. I know I'm right. That's a first. Normally, they're literally the same thing. Oh wow! Well, yeah. Spotted. The little one
2: does not have body parts hanging from his arms or mm-hmm. hands.
1: Um, the iconic trouble ahead. Hey. This is a character from Vagrant Song, apparently. Uh, that also apparently only has the one, so that one's not compatible with. It's just for Vagrant Song, by the
0: look of it. Real, real quick. This just proves to you that you know humans are nothing more than just really complicated wishbones.
1: <laughs> if you
0: splits in half, the head's going to be on one side or the other. It's not going to.
1: No, I like that. That's well spotted. Uh, I, I like this stuff. I just kind of thought it was nice to touch on it. it would be nice and quick. Uh, let's discuss some hobby. Dream, balloon, prime, paint, socks. What have you been up yeah,
2: to? Yeah, I, because I, of my new role at work has been uh, keeping me at work a little bit later than I want to, and by the time I get home, I'm exhausted and. Then I got family stuff, and I'm working on my on my second online master's degree program, so it's, uh hasn't been fun. No,
1: fair enough. Also, I should do that. But I'm trying to get
2: some stuff done uh, on the weekends, when I've got a little bit more time, so uh, just with family in town, too. Uh, didn't have much time to do much.
1: No, that's fair enough. Uh, how's the um, Escalation League been going? How many Good. numbers We're do you, have?
2: To you- uh, we've gotten one or two more added, so we're up to about 12 or so. That's and, pretty, good. uh, we're up to yeah, we're up to 1500 points right now for this upcoming week.
1: So, have you had any dropouts because there usually is with an escalation league?
2: Uh, we've had one guy, but he's had some financial issues. Um, but yep, the cool thing is, is a bunch of us chipped in and bought him a starter set so that oh, in his nice. sleeve. So, no,
1: he that's, doesn't know that. Will he receive it before this goes live? Maybe he'll find out before he gets it.
2: Uh, I don't know if he listens,
1: so I guess we'll find out.
0: Well, that needs to be a condition of him getting it now.
1: <laughs> uh, George, what about you?
0: Um. Well, I just finished doing all the flooring in my house. Yeah, you're ah. that busy too. Doing. Uh...
1: So. so you're going to have a full Custardies army painted by the end of the week? Now that you have no excuse, right?
0: So I I've been working on these.
1: Um,
0: I they're uh, token trays. I have, I have more printing. The first one right right I saw is...
2: it looked more like a coaster, but then once I saw the one split in half, was like, don't oh, never mind. What Kickstarter, that's from.
0: Uh, it's called Thaco. They sell them. It's thirty five dollars ah. a kit, which is the large bowl, the split bowl, a rolling chamber, a dice chamber, a deck thing. So three more pieces, and then there's little tiny miniature ones. They're little triangles. Um, they use the 25 mil magnets. Yep, to hold together, but they stack Actually, and nest not, a going lot. Actually,
1: it's to be 2.5 mil. There's no way that's 25 mil. 25 mil is an inch
0: for the, for the diameter.
1: 25 mil is an inch. It's
0: two point 2. Okay, five. Okay, so, so so okay, yeah, two point five. Whatever. Um, I don't use it, so I don't understand it all the time. Um. <laughs> One, they nest really the nicely. <laughs> um, they sell these for $35 a set. Yep. Or if you check mark the box saying you're not going to, you know, print these and sell them. This is only for personal use. They sell you the STL file for all of them for 19 bucks. That's not bad. And then I found a, it'll be arriving tomorrow, but I found a six pack of filament. And each roll of filament will have enough to do these three plus the the card one and the three miniatures, which that's what I want is is those sets. Uh, for each reel to print all of that before the reel is spent for forty bucks. So for sixty bucks, I've got this is my test set. You know, I'm just using gray. On the others are they color shift? They're multiple multicolored, so they'll be prettier. Um, sixty because bucks for. Important. It it is well you know there's a set for this person a set for this person you know um, but for sixty bucks I'm gonna have six sets so ten bucks a set so um, yeah I a little bit of cleanup they, they print out pretty okay a uh, couple little little spots nothing too terrible um, but I I've printed off a few of these uh, and when I say a few of these you know token holders uh, for free and these are probably some of the more complicated prints with all the little notches and stuff like that. Well, it, it, this is probably true because, you know, I did buy the actual files. They print out so much better than the others that I've I've gotten, so. Um, that's what I've been working on. Uh, These will be usable for games like uh, Stranger Things, uh, Ankh, uh Massive Darkness Two, Lord's Ragnarok. So I mean, it's just, it's 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 one of those nice gaming accessories. Yeah. Now, let's be honest. If I had the money, um, I would just buy Wormwood because yeah, uh, that's gorgeous. But a also, the set n- that I want wood from
1: wood is always going to be a nicer product.
0: Well, the cheapest wood from Wormwood, um, for the set that I want would be about ninety dollars yeah. a person.
1: A- and that's probably still good value, honestly.
0: It's the cheapest one, too.
1: Yeah. Which is Cherry? Uh, no. Or is uh,
0: I don't even think it's that. Um...
1: Doesn't matter. Anyway, I was just curious. Uh, for Earth? me, um, I've been working on some Entropy City stuff. I had a um, game. Well, we, we played a couple of rounds of Entropy City on Friday night. And I had one main Mission for the night, something that from the very early days of the game, I was like, I should really test this with cards as well, because realistically, we're we're doing blackjack.
0: Real quick, Bruce. Yep. Uh, Wormwood, Eastern Elm. The cheapest Uh, wood is thirty dollars a tile. That's right. Thirty dollars a tile.
1: Yeah, but it's not just.
0: But it's it's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the craftsmanship. It's the real wood, but. $30, $60, $90, $120, Thirty dollars, yeah. sixty dollars, ninety dollars, one hundred twenty dollars. Plus, I...
1: it's a matter of what's important to you as well. That's fair. Like, yeah.
0: It, it... So, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Bruce. Continue, please.
1: I had a, played a couple of rounds on Entropy City. Um, basically, the main mission of the day was that I wanted to finally test cards. So we played one round with car- with dice, one round with cards. Uh, and the reason I did one round of one and one round with the other is because the guy I was playing with hadn't actually had a game. I mean, he'd watched a couple of things, but he hadn't really had a game for himself, uh, and it, like, they, you don't answer any questions if you don't compare the two. Um, The main takeaway as far as that argument is concerned was that Dice is definitely the way forward, and that is the way I was leaning anyway. Uh, there's a couple of things that I was expecting to be kind of fun. Like I actually really do love the whole addition of the, of the bluff, because if I, if I'm holding my cards and like I sit right, but you don't necessarily know what I've sat on. I could have, I could be bluffing you and I've sat on something really low or I could have, or I could have something high. Uh, you could decide to take, to bow out and not take the risk, or maybe you do take the risk and it fails. Um that is actually a lot of fun. But odds on cards is significantly lower. It's like twenty six to one instead of a hundred to one, which means that the game moves a lot faster and not necess- it's for a game, it's probably not necessarily a good thing because it that like you're dying easier. I mean the opponent's dying easier too, but it it takes away the other elements. Uh, But as an alternative, I still think there's probably some value there. To the point of, uh, in the final product, I'd probably go, as an alternative to playing, you could play with poker, but you need to realize X, Y, Z. Um, The other issue with cards is that because you have more 10s, because it's not just rolling a 10, you also have jacks, queens, and kings that are also 10s, basically not hitting anything is nigh on impossible. Um whereas that's not necessarily the case with DICE. Um, But there's something that came out of that playtesting that I wasn't necessarily expecting, uh, which is that one of the changes I made to guns recently really isn't a good one. Um, I've been toying with the idea, because I'm trying to make the guns feel different, so I've been toying the idea of, well, a pistol is kind of like one shot, maybe it's quick enough that you can shoot twice. Uh, Well, but that's two shots. How do I deal with that? Well, maybe it's just that um, you get an extra dice and then you pick the two dice out of those three that you like. Well, with a machine gun? Well, you roll four dice, you get two dice. Um, basically, though, is it makes guns way too easy to be successful with. So I'm throwing that out entirely because one of the things for guns the moment that I introduced them was that, yes, I like the idea of them being more lethal at this stage the, the rule is that they are lethal, so if you're successful, they're dead. Um, but it's hard to pull off. And it, like, it almost made them easier than melee. It was quite like, you couldn't miss with them, pretty much.
0: It, can, can I throw something out there? That sure. That everyone overlooks and misses? Remove the Hollywood effect. If they have a revolver, they can use that revolver six times and it's done.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 Go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with ammo and keeping track of ammo. I am very tempted. Like, I reintroduce the ability to reload a gun. I am still very tempted to take that away. Ultimately, it's going to feel. It's going to depend on how they feel. I'm deliberately. I would take it away.
0: Open. I would take it away.
1: One of, because of the way that guns were weighted in that particular game, he was as bold as to say, "I'd, I'd almost take the guns out entirely." which is certainly so, an option.
0: Here, Here's my thought, Bruce, and, mm-hmm. and this is just me trying to be supportive and generate ideas for you. D&D, right? You have a combat. Lots of things happen in the combat. You spend five to ten minutes per person, right, on, mm-hmm. on a D&D combat. That combat, that five to ten minutes, is like three seconds of your time.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and so if you look at it and think of it this way, you know, knowing what I know about Entropy City, what you're doing is a very time-expanded. So the concept of, here's your pistol, you have six shots with it. That could be as simple as, that's two turns, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. You know, and then that weapon is spent for the game. And it means that you have to be
1: selective with when you use it.
0: Exactly. Um, I I think the other thing, too, and this is, you know, coming from, you know... Doing the I'm up, he sees me, I'm down socks. You know what I'm talking about? hmm Okay? That, you, th- this is during live fire exercises. I'm up, he sees me, I'm down. You stand up, you run, then you get down. And While saying that in your head, that's how fast you move. And then when you're down, you fire off three shots. And the I fire three shots. That's how fast you say it. Then I'm up, he sees me, I'm down. That's the training of how it works. So, and you're moving this entire time. Firing and moving, you don't do it. You can't aim that. So, for Entropy City, if they want to fire and have an accurate shot, they have to come to a complete stop. If they are moving, yes, it's fatal. It is lethal damage. But it's a negative because you're moving around, your arm's going like this. There's a reason if you watch battle tanks, they're gyro-stabilized, so they stay on target. Your arm is not gyro-stabilized.
1: Yeah. Um, At least in theory, um, it's obviously still being tested and in the works, but I've already taken that into account with how I've written it. The, The way that the rule works at this stage with guns is that your base target number is 16, Plus your speed, so if you're moving, it's harder, and if you're moving faster, it's even harder again. So if you're going at full bore, you have to roll on eighteen. So that's like you're you're safe between eighteen and twenty-one. Um, that may still need to be adjusted. My my next version that I'm going to be testing is introducing firing arcs, um, because maybe. Not necessarily revolvers, revolvers definitely are very much hard and unwieldy. I mean, most handguns are more unwieldy than people think they are. You can't just do, 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 do like like there's a lot of kickback in them.
0: But So here's another thought I just had. Mm-hmm. So what what what's the most common dice in the game? D10?
1: Everything's D10. Yep.
0: Every everything's D10. Okay, so you've successfully fired a shot and have hit a target. mm uh-huh. Mhm. Okay? You have to have a five or a six to have hit someone lethally.
1: That there, is a, there, yeah, there is a possibility. Okay. Of, that, that's how it was originally, and I kind of took it away, but I may have to go back to that. If I have to change how they wound, it probably would be that it goes to something like it's three wounds instead of just being lethal. Um, okay. Because if it's too effective, then I will have to pull that back. But I need more playtesting before. I don't want to. I don't want to make these changes willy nilly, without testing yeah. the angles first.
0: What, what I'm thinking is like you know, headshots lethal, a torso shots not lethal, arms and legs nothing, and then there's something else that they could hit too. They could just hit the damn bike.
1: That is true. That that is a point. Because, at at this stage, the the rules don't allow for where you're hitting because you're getting convoluted at that point. Um. Well, potentially. Um.
0: I I I, th- I think if you keep it simple, if like you have like a nine sided dice or something like that, or 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 even if you just use a d10, like five is head, six is torso, and then you just you know spread up and down. Oh, uh, if so it's you know the, four, uh,
1: not only have I hit, but
0: where but you have right. to
1: roll a- a- again to see how successfully you've hit them. Yeah,
0: four what? and lower you hit limbs, seven and higher you hit the bike.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Just a thought. It doesn't add to the
0: competition.
2: You could do two two different colored dice. That way you could do your accuracy is one color. And then if you hit, you're rolling the same thing where you've hit at the same time.
1: The only thing I will Mm. say that's not being taken into account with the conversation at the moment is that the opponent does have the opportunity to dodge at this this as well. So there is a defensive role in there as part of this. Yeah, but. But they have to roll higher than you to dodge it assuming that you hit it all. You may not even hit them. Yeah. But yeah, that's where things are. Uh, The other thing, and this has happened while we were talking. I I had a package arrive. And apparently this is from Army Painter. I don't actually Mm. know how this has happened. I've obviously, I haven't even opened this just for the record. I'm going to do it now while I'm talking to you. I must have registered for something at some point. I, I have not ordered this. Um, I saw somebody else getting one of this. Yeah, it's the same thing. So in the um, Army Painter group on Facebook, somebody received this earlier in the day. Uh, Dear hobbyist, we are excited and proud to share with you our next contribution to the hobby. As a loyal fan and customer, we have chosen you to be the first... To get these paints to the test, uh, we didn't reinvent miniature paints with a new range. We reimagined what, I'm literally reading this, what miniature paints should be. Better coverage, intense pigmentation, all in, easy to use formulation. So it looks like they've just sent this to people that have registered on their website, I think. I haven't received this because of the podcast. Like, I think this is just something I've received because I've registered. Um, so I have Burning Ore, which is a nice bright orange. I have Green Skin, which is basically what you would expect. These are traditional acrylics too. Um, this is the same color as their um, their green primer. And Imperial Navy, which is like a dark blue. The other thing I like on this, and I'll have to come closer to the camera to show it. I'm literally looking at these for the first time. This is kind of like an unboxing. There's like a grade here on the label to show how vivid the color is.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm.
1: So the the orc skin is kind of in the middle-ish. Um...
2: The orange is kind of down there.
1: Oranges, deep greens, vivid blues. So it's just to show you where on the gradient it is, I guess. Uh, interesting. Look, I had no idea that this was coming. So this is literally a surprise. So I actually just forgot
0: something. I, I, I unboxed it and played with it real quick. It's nothing too huge. But we all have dust chairs, right? Yeah. Yes. Who hates these wheels?
1: Oh Oh, yes, I've replaced (laughs) mine as well.
0: With the with the big skateboard wheel kind of thing, or rollerblade wheel or whatever.
1: Rollerblade wheel, yeah, yeah. That's what's on my
0: desk. Sure, yeah. So I have six of these on my gaming
1: table. Change them.
0: I have, I have, I have four more showing up tomorrow. They have locks on it, but the ones without locks showed up today.
1: Nice.
0: So. It's a big, huge size comparison. So substantially bigger. Ball bearings on the swivel. It took me the longest time to find the actual threading, though. So, uh, but yes, so my gaming table will be setting on a set of wheels like this. Nice.
1: Um, If you have one of the wheels that George was pointing at, like the, the crappy ones, and you have carpet floors, change them. Please, because I will tear your carpets up.
0: So so I will even point this out. I'll see if I can zoom it in. Even if you have a hard wood floor or a laminate floor like oh, I man. have now, yeah, no, also terrible. change them. Do you see all those little pits?
1: Yeah. That's all That's wood, from the dust, dirt, and
0: gravel. No, that's the 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 the, uh, the gravel in between the wheel and the floor. Yep.
1: Tournaments, demos, conventions, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to go straight into the upcoming events. Uh, Sox, your Escalation League is continuing until the 15th of November? You said Thereabouts, you got, yes. You said you got 12, 12 players right now? Yep, about 10 or 12 players right now. If people wanted to join, is there still room for that? Absolutely. And how far I'd... could you go in theory?
2: So we are... Like I said, we're up to 1500 points right now. So you're going to have to get more than just a little starter set. You're actually going to get a starter set as well oh, as probably another. No, was more meaning, like how many bucks.
1: players could you actually. Oh, go to do you know what?
2: Uh, so it's just a matter of tables that we have. And the, the store that we have has two, four, six, 8, 10, 12. Has. I okay, uh, so you looking tables. at about
1: 20 or so. Yeah, then that, that, that's comfortable. Yeah. Because there's no point telling people that they can join you if there's no room.
2: Nope, there's plenty of room.
1: Uh, so you're at 1,500 points, uh, so yep. you're about to go up by 250 points, I imagine?
2: No, we, we're starting 1,500 this week.
1: Oh, okay. So. Interesting, because it says on this that you started at 1,500 points.
2: You lied I, 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 We started at 1,000. We've been doing this for about a month now, so we're...
1: Oh, did you update that?
2: Yeah, I did update oh, that.
1: Okay, never mind. Uh, The Tabletop Gaming Developers Association, DevCon, as in development, is happening this Thursday on the 5th of October. I will be bringing Entropy City along to it. I don't really know exactly how that's running. I know that it's sold out, so you're not going to be able to get tickets anymore anyway. Uh, But I will be there. I'm looking forward to kind of... I'm kind of like looking forward to seeing what other people are doing and actually getting some other people to give some opinions on my game that's got some experience from the actual industry. Um, PAX starts on Friday. That's from the 6th until the 8th. I will be there on Friday and Saturday. I have considered buying a Sunday ticket, but I I think I'm trying to be a good boy. Uh, I will only be there during the day on Friday because I'm an idiot and I accidentally double booked myself. I'm going to the wrestling on Friday night. So I have to leave at like 5.30 or something. I know, I'm disappointed to everybody. Shame on you.
0: Shame. Shame.
1: I get to I get to see one of my favourite wrestlers wrestle, so I don't care. I mean, I do care, but I don't. If I had have thought about it and double-checked, I would have bought the Sunday ticket instead of the Friday. But, oh well. Uh, and then Northern King Con is on from the 24th until the 26th of November in Yorkshire. £55 includes a hot lunch on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Socks, where can people find us?
2: You can find us at patreon.com slash gettingtabled. Our website is gettingtabled.com, thanks to Valhalla Hobby. You can find us on facebook.com slash gettingtabled and youtube.com slash gettingtabled. And then our email, if you want to email us questions, is gettingtabled at gmail.com. We have a Discord, so you can find us there as well. Uh, there's an invite in the description. And then on Twitter or X, as it's known as, it's at get, get, Getting Tabled, as well as Instagram is at Getting Tabled. And then Jason the Bruce has his own Twitch channel yep. at twitch.tv slash Jason the Bruce.
1: Yep. I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk recently. At the moment, I'm planning to play Small Land on Monday night, but I may change that. I don't know. We'll see uh but i will be live monday night i probably will be live a couple of times this week cuz i'm actually on leave um but i'm not i'm not committing to anything yet um the last one cuz i know socks wasn't here for when i spoke about it the first time i'm also now a member of a youtube channel called toy reel uh, it's very much just um like it's something that is growing and becoming a little bit more significant uh but it's it's very much like voluntary they're not making profit like we are uh, youtube.com slash so if you're interested in toys very passionate community over there they do a lot of live streams uh, i've been doing unboxings of some toys there is some warhammer content incoming
0: and just to clarify what bruce says we're making profit we're paying the bills that's that's about, that's about it we're doing that's all we're doing <laughs> no, no i said
1: that we're not making profit
0: no, we're we're, we're doing it the Patreons have done enough that we are paying the bills to keep this going. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. Uh thank you very much to Valhalla Hobby. Uh Valhalla Hobby is a toy store in the US. Sorry. They are a miniature store Game in store. the US. <laughs> um, they have incredible prices. Uh we've mentioned this a few times because we've literally purchased through them to buy gifts for each other. Um like, they have a huge wide range. They're very passionate about the indie side of the industry as well, like us, hence why we've started to work together. Um, they are the only reason why we can afford to have Gettingtable.com. Like quite literally, we would not be able to afford it otherwise. Um, if you're into Bushido, if you're into your smaller dystopian games, wars. dystopian wars, uh, they yeah, have Luna from Sight Studios on the way at the moment. Uh, that got delayed. Uh, as they were discussing on the Patreon channel this week um there's there's a huge wide range of stuff there. If there's a game that you haven't been able to find elsewhere, they probably will have it uh I would definitely recommend checking them out if you use the code g t two three zero five you'll get five percent off any order over a hundred dollars. Thanks, guys. Thank you, socks. yep. If you continue to be a good boy, I might lay you to be a civilian again. Oh, more than civilian? We'll see. Probably not. We'll see.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll at least upgrade you to refugee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table, Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at soundimage.org.
1: I have to get like an hour and a half of editing done in 30 minutes.